This is Vincent. Email thevinceman4 at gmail.com. And you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Democrats can't wait until the midterm elections in November. They're expecting a huge win. They think they're going to pick up seats in the House and the Senate. And then Joe Biden will be able to push through his socialist agenda and save America. The January 6th riots at the Capitol proved to everyone that Republicans want to take over the government, by force if necessary. Republicans are evil, and they want to make America an authoritarian right-wing dictatorship. Democrats know this for a fact. Everyone in the media knows it's a fact. All of the writers at the Atlantic and the New York Times and the Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times and the Boston Globe, well, they're keeping an eye out for evil Republicans plotting this takeover. Merrick Garland and the FBI are watching carefully, too. They know that white supremacists are everywhere, and they're getting ready for the takeover. And they say that a lot of people in the military support the idea of a right-wing power grab, too. So they have to be watched closely. Is there anyone you can trust? And Tucker Carlson and the rest of the people at Fox News are helping the far right in their plot to end democracy. They've crossed over the line, and they're openly rooting for the insurrection. But Joe Biden and the Democrats and the mainstream media are convinced that all of the polls are wrong, and that Joe Biden has outperformed expectations. He even said it. They point out that he actually managed to stand up for two hours in his most recent press conference. That's enough for them. He stood up for nearly two hours. Now that's an accomplishment that he can be proud of. Oh, sure, he screwed up a few questions, and oh yeah, he sent a clear message to Russia that it's okay for them to cross over the border and into the Ukraine, and maybe start the first nuclear war in history. But he did it all while standing on his feet for almost two hours. So they're very proud of him. Now, Democrats have come a long way since the 70s and the 80s when they wanted to appease the old Soviet Union. They tried to appease them in any way they could to prevent a nuclear war. And then Ronald Reagan was elected president, and they were terrified of his policies because instead of appeasing the Russians, he stood up to them. He even made a speech where he told Mikhail Gorbachev to tear down that wall. Reagan was going to make the Russians mad, and they were going to nuke America. And he was crazy, they said. Of course, those policies worked, and the wall did come down. And eventually, the Soviet Union collapsed. But Democrats knew, and they still know it. They know that appeasement would have worked just as well, or maybe even better. Boy, have they come a long way since then. It's no secret to anyone that Vladimir Putin is not happy that the old Soviet Union is no longer there. And he'd love to bring it back again. And he'd especially love to have the Ukraine as the centerpiece of his old empire. Ukraine grows food, and Russia has always had a problem feeding themselves. They could grow food, but they just don't seem to do a very good job of it. They also have a lot of oil and natural gas, but 
they don't do a very good job of producing that either. Russia is still just as lazy and corrupt as ever. Joe Biden and Angela Merkel, the old chancellor of Germany, did everything they could to help Vladimir Putin make a lot of money selling natural gas and oil so he could destabilize the world. Merkel agreed to buy natural gas from Russia and to let them build a pipeline to Europe to make it easier for them. Donald Trump kept telling Merkel that America could sell them all the natural gas they needed at a better price, but she said no. She'd rather buy it from her enemy than from a friend. She was right, by the way. She knew that when a Democrat got elected U.S. president, they'd cut oil and natural gas production, and Europe would be left high and dry and out in the cold. Putin knew it, too. He knew that the Americans are an unreliable energy partner, and that in the end, he would win. He also knew that as soon as Donald Trump was gone and a Democrat in the Oval Office, that his pipeline would become a reality. And he was right. Joe Biden stopped the Keystone Pipeline in America and approved the Russian pipeline in Europe. Nothing like an energy policy that weakens you and makes your enemy stronger. So now Joe Biden says that he may send troops to protect the Ukraine from Russia. He'll send troops to protect one of the most corrupt countries in the world. We're hearing reports now from British intelligence that Russia wants to install a new president in the Ukraine, a president who will be friendly to them. Putin is afraid that Biden, or some European leader, will try to make the Ukraine a part of NATO. In his mind, this would threaten Russia. What if Biden or some other American president decided to arm the Ukraine with nuclear missiles? Giving nuclear missiles to a corrupt country isn't a very good idea. It would be like giving nuclear missiles to Cuba or to Iran. Maybe this will never happen, but if you're Vladimir Putin, can you take the chance that it won't? Of course, it really isn't very likely to happen. Why would European leaders take the chance of cutting off the supply of natural gas and oil that Putin is offering them? They need it. They know it weakens the NATO alliance, and so does Putin. But business is business. In the long run, is it a bad thing to have Russia and Europe depending on each other for money, gas, and oil? It's possible that it could lessen tensions between them. The question for America is this. Is the Biden administration pushing the idea of a potential nuclear war only as a way of making people forget about his troubles at home? Is he playing a dangerous political game just to try to hold on to the White House and the Congress? It wouldn't be the first time that a politician put politics first and the safety of the country second. And is Joe Biden smart enough to play this game of nuclear chicken? Play it so that war will be averted and he'll still look like a hero? Will there somehow be a misunderstanding, a wrong communication, that will trigger a war that neither side really wants? That's my biggest fear. Or does Vladimir Putin recognize that old politician Joe Biden for what he really is, an appeaser at heart? That's the real Joe Biden, isn't it? He's an appeaser, not a fighter when it comes to Russia. I mean, look at all of his policies. He's much closer in his heart to that Russian-loving Senator Bernie Sanders and the socialist bird-brained bartender AOC than he is to Ronald Reagan, a politician, a president who loved capitalism. Vladimir Putin is counting on the appeasement side of Joe Biden. 
His biggest worry might be that Joe Biden will side with the Ukraine because of his son Hunter. Hunter got rich helping crooks in the Ukraine. And maybe he and his dad are afraid of what will be uncovered if new leadership takes over. Could there be information found that Putin could use to blackmail Joe Biden? Who will back down then, Putin or Biden? My money's on Biden. I'm hoping it's Biden because I don't want a nuclear war over a corrupt country. Vladimir Putin will push hard, and he'll count on Joe Biden backing down. Putin doesn't want a war. He can't win a war. He knows it. Russia is about the size of Italy. And even though they have a lot of nuclear weapons, Putin knows he can't possibly win a war with NATO. But he might win an appeasement war. It's worth a try, isn't it? And when Joe Biden backs down, he could claim that he saved the world from Vladimir Putin and Russia. He'll be a hero. Then he'll continue to follow the path to authoritarian socialism, and Bernie and AOC will be thrilled. And he just might end up with total power, just like his enemy, Vladimir Putin. What's the worst that could happen? Nuclear war? Authoritarian socialism? At least that'll save America from those terrible white supremacists and from Donald Trump. It's all so crazy. And Joe Biden is hoping this will make him popular again, that it will turn all of the polls in his favor. And the media and the Democrats will be rooting for him. If this doesn't prove that we need to invoke the 25th Amendment, nothing will. This won't work. It'll make him sink even lower in the polls if that's possible. These are nothing more than Democrat and media delusional dreams. Dreams of doing what they keep accusing Republicans of. Dreams of taking power. Dreams of the all-powerful socialist state. But these crazy dreams could lead to nuclear war by mistake. But it will never lead to making Joe Biden more popular. The only way to make that happen is for him to quit and go home to his basement in Delaware permanently.